I don't listen to what people say Cause you talk a lot don't really mean you know the way Out here on my grind cause I'm trying to elevate Get up in the morning, hit the ground and meditate Ready for my day, got a plan, I don't need to wait Mind clear, energy, and I'm feeling great It's a good life, it could be another way To me it's everything, never just another day Nah Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the No Titles Necessary, Necessary Podcast. It's your girl, Hot Toddy, highly motivated and super duper sexy. And it's your boy, Demerit, artist and creative, where we talk from the streets to the politics. And from the bed to the boardroom. I almost slipped right there for a second. You did. Uh, you, what you I almost did. said, I paused. Bit. You heard it You in did, the pause. but I just it's kept, cool. kept going. Kept, look at that. She got my back this time. Got your as back. much as I be I throwing her under the bus, she mm, got my back, y'all. All right, welcome to the No Titles Necessary Podcast Show. We welcome y'all to another episode. Thank y'all for joining us for welcome, episode. Welcome, welcome. 13. 13. Ooh. 13 that is that's a good number it's a good number that's a, a lot good of people number. don't know that's a good, that's number. a good number a lot of people try to give it a bad name mm-hmm. associated with friday, friday the 13 and we just had a friday the and 13. we just had a friday 13 and it was amazing i had a beautiful 13 me too and my birthday is on the 13th so i'm amazing and <laughs> this motherfucker i'm just saying i like how you tied that together uh-huh. no you judge know. so episode 13 in the house yeah titled dreams deferred, deferred. <laughs> not not car payments deferred. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's always a good thing. That's always a good that thing. That show was a goddamn good thing no, during COVID. Corona. Hey, when it first hit. I <laughs> told him, hell no, I want my shit paid. <laughs> no, I, listen, we paid Oscar. We didn't want to have to deal with it on yeah, the back end. I, right. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want the deferment. But yeah, thank you. Yeah, no. So no car payments deferred here, yeah, but we're no talking car, about dreams, dreams deferred. deferred. Woo. That thing settled deep in the spirit for some people because a lot of people do that. Well, I think I think almost everybody. We're we're almost in a in a in between with that. Although we're chasing it, it still feel like some level of it is still deferred. Exactly. So we, listen, we'll, we'll get, get into, into that. We go trust me. Already, we're ready to get into it. She over here with her hand motions and she talking motion. with her I'm hands over like here. Shit, Ooh, the short arms, the little T Rex arms <laughs> reaching out. You know. So how you doing today, Ty? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I've been so, so busy these last, what, two weeks? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm trying to just recoup a little bit, still recouping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it, I got yeah. some good rest. But this rain between the rain and the everything cool kind of getting back into oh, opening the flow. Up. Yeah. Well, the open up is about to turn into another shutdown. Another shutdown. shutdown. Ain't yeah. some shit? Yeah, some shit. Because niggas don't know how to wear their mask. That's true. And stay out of people's face. That's true. Social distance, niggas. Social Damn, distance. Damn, don't you get it? <sighs> But I'm glad you're but, doing yeah. good. I'm glad <clears throat> I'm you're doing here. Good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing real good. I can't complain. It always all it, it is it is always good to be here handling <laughs> business and doing what you love to do. Stop laughing at me. My tongue started getting a little heavy right there. I want to make sure that my saliva don't catch up with heavy, me as well. Heavy. Here she go. She already ready. Your tongue is heavy, D. Yeah. I let her get Anina Simone in because I was gonna come in with an ad lib. Well, that was pimple a, that booty. Was, <laughs> that's not me. Pimple booty. That ain't me. <laughs> but but I'm feeling good though. I can't complain. What I will say though, no, it, although it's been a good time as far as as what we're pursuing and things that we're we're lining up and knocking them out as far as our goals and things like that. It's been a crazy year because it's been so mm-hmm. many deaths all over the place, yeah. man. Like 
a lot. All left family, friends, associates. Yeah. You know, you see certain celebrities passing. Um, just been one of those type of uh years. But you got to look at the bit, the good. You know, be optimistic about it. So you know, we here yeah. episode yeah, thirteen. Episode thirteen. Episode thirteen. Episode thirteen. You ready for this? I'm ready for this. Are you ready for this? I'm here for this. All right. So before we get into that, before we get into the topic, which is going to be nice and in depth, and it's going to touch home to a lot of places, um, we're gonna get into our favorite segment. Like we we really really we really really. really thoroughly enjoy this yeah we do we love talking shit she, she was ready she was trying to get it ready she was like oh. <coughs> i was clearing out the right, you ready now you ready i'm ready okay so we go introduce our first segment talk your shit talk your shit dog. talk your shit i made sure i didn't do the study that time yeah because no that yeah we ain't getting electrocuted today <laughs> All right, we're talk your shit. Tell them what talk your shit about, Tony. Well, talk your shit is when we give the up. Op- ha- talk your shit. Like, wait, well, come nah, 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 wait, hold on. You went from real ghetto to real bougie, <laughs> like in a split second. Like, wait, okay. So first of all, y'all, y'all hold should know a nigga don't work for y'all. My bad. Go ahead. It's just See that random habit. ass shit. See, I ra- you said first I of all, I can't be random, but he can. I'm from random. Miami. We here first of all. We go right the trick. All right, go ahead though. Okay, so sometimes I like to play around with voices. So okay. that was just my proper, my proper rah, rah, rah She just voice. showing y'all her skills, her voice tones. You know, just elevate them a little bit. So you tell them what, what talk your shit about. So talk your shit is when you take the time to big up a black business mm. in your community or a, or a person who's doing something wonderful in your community to change the world we live in. So we like to talk your shit in a good way because people do such a wonderful job talking shit about you in a bad way. Right. We are here to change the narrative. The narrative. We're going to change right? it. So, so we're we going to get into talk, talk your shit. shit. You yeah. ready to talk your shit? Yeah, you ready? You going to go first? I'll go ahead and go first. Go ahead. All right, so... <laughs> uh oh, she put the hat backwards now. She hey. ready for it. All right, so in this in this segment of talk your shit, I'm gonna go ahead. Um, you know we always talk about how it, it's not what you're doing, but why you're doing it, mm-hmm. and the reason why it's important because it'll be your drive, your passion, your reason for doing whatever it is you're doing. So this person in particular started her business because of a lack of supply of her demand. This is a person. This person. This person. This is a person. This person. This is a person. <laughs> oh, this person is a good friend of mine. Her name is Rhonda. Rhonda is in no way shy about herself. Never have been. I've known her from grade school, um, middle school, I believe, high school as well. But she's never been shy about herself. Always been confident in her looks. And if you haven't gotten the clues already, she's a plus size girl, woman, and she's never shied away from it. Crack jokes on herself. Don't care. And she's beautiful. So. Rhonda started a business, Za and 61st, 61st, Za and 61st. It was created about seven years ago when founder, uh, founder Rhonda got tired of going to boutiques and other clothing stores that, you know, they been having a small section catering to the festive fashion style. And at this time, Za and 61st was only catered to plus size. As her teenage daughter uh, grew a passion in fashion, she decided to let her in on the family business. So if you go over to their website and check them out over there, you're going to see dresses, you're going to see jumpsuits, you're going to see sets. And it's not just plus size. They also have regular size. They have things for teenage girls. And so, you know, it started out because of lack of her stuff. And now she's expanding it. And mm-hmm. it's a family business. All right. So that's that's big that's when you can yeah, do something and then bring your children in to be able to enjoy it with you. Like that's that's a that's a win win situation. So if y'all want to holler at. Um, Zion 61st, if you know you got some plus size women, if you want to go out and and, and 
easily find a section for them without having to hassle the workers there. Go holler at Zahn 61st. You can find on Instagram at Za, Z-A, and 61st Girl. Okay, that's Z-A-A-N-D, 61-S-T, Girl. Their website is also za and 61st girl.com all right go over there and holler at them and show some support over there for the plus size women yeah trust me i love boutiques and i love yes, you do. boutiques that fit the boutique <laughs> because i, coming. Uh, I heard the emphasis know, on the boot sometimes Ooh. us plus size girls needs a little bit more love you consider and, yourself plus size I am plus size, actually. Okay. I just carry it differently. Is that with, with what she said in her um on her website? Like because it doesn't cater to the regular fashion style. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, because so, high fashion is small. It's very small. Right, because the models are small, right. supposed to be right and whatever. very petite. But then when you get into uh, uh you know African American women mostly, but a lot of Latin women, a lot of women just plus size women in general. But they're not plus size. They just they just they fit. Some of them thick. They some thick. of them plus size. They thick, but. Um, you know, some of them on the spectrum of certain sizes, yeah. like I would say 10 to like 14 is considered or 16, even 18 is thick. Um, but then when you get into the plus size world, sometimes, you know, the proportions are off because like me, I'm small on top. So I'm always like a medium on top, but on the bottom, like an extra large. If you buy a set, I have to get a set that's too big on top. Oh, okay. Just so the bottom fit. So it's good to always have custom fitted clothing right. that fits a size a woman of size because we wanna we wanna you know mm-hmm. look like high fashion models. Y'all you know, know what I'm y'all saying? Beautiful. And it's good that people you know, like like Rhonda is, is created catering. this, this yes. avenue that y'all don't have to go around and wonder if this store has it or you know you got a special yeah. made tailor made place that's custom for you. Yes, the BBWs have a place to go to feel yes big and beautiful. Yes. Sir. Well, right, you ready to talk your shit now, Toddy? I'm ready to talk my shit because it kind of. <laughs> what, what, that be? That was more of a stutter than the shit you did yeah, last that's week. That's cool, but it still be awkward when you, you do it because it be. <laughs> so, so Jamie Foxx could say blame it on alcohol, and I can say, but I can't say. You ain't do it with the Ray Charles kind of flow with it though. Go ahead. Ever talk your shit already? Let me talk my shit. And the reason why I'm I'm happy you mentioned the boutique because the boutique is specializes in um plus size. Women. Are oh, you talking mostly. about one as well? No. Oh. No. But this photographer has different projects that he caters to. So he's a photographer. His name is Mr. Hugh Boudoir. He is a wonderful photographer. And his vision for his brand is to ultimately make every woman feel beautiful. And he has different projects. So he has a, a one of his projects is the Curvy Self Love Series. Mm. And he has a lot of plus size women just being able to be free in their bodies that yeah. they have now. And that's something I always preach. Like when you gain weight, you sometimes don't feel like your best, but then you want to f- love yourself when you get to your goal weight. You have to continue to love yourself throughout the whole process right? so that you don't lose love for yourself. Cause it's hard to get that love back once you've lost it. You know what I'm saying? So Mr. Hubo Dwar, he is a wonderful f- photographer who teaches us how to love our bodies by giving us an unforgettable experience. He specializes in self-love projects like the Curvy Self-Love series that I mentioned. He also does glam, 
boudoir shots, implied shots, which are shots that make you look like you're nude, but not really, but they imply something else. Mm -hmm. um, then he does video highlights for parties. He actually does weddings because he's also a DJ, a.k.a. Jay Phonics. So mm. he's a, a, tri a jack, jack of, of all, all trades, trades, kind of. And um, if you want to find him, you can find him at Hugh Boudoir on Instagram. So it's Hugh, H-U-E underscore Boudoir. B-O-U-D-I-O-R. When I tell you this man can take a photo and make it so classic, I've shot with him a lot of times. And I am a plus-size girl, like we mentioned, and he just knows how to bring the beauty out in a shot right. and make it look so classy and so beautiful. And um, his lighting is amazing. Like, he doesn't do a, um, all of the screenshotting and Photoshopping. He likes the woman as raw as possible right. in the shot. Right. You know so what I'm saying? So it's not so much to do in the after. Exactly. In the edit part. That's exactly. dope, though. I like yes. that. Um, yes. The fact that he have that curvy girl special <laughs> part. Like, I, the thing when it comes with, with plus-size women and the public is real bad for this, they'll they'll shame a, a, a mm -hmm. BBW oh, in yeah. public, but, but they'll they be, be in the inbox. They be exactly. like, wait for they by themselves, and you all in their ear, and you like, like, come on, man, just bruh, keep it real. Bruh. Keep it a buck. Keep it 100. Right. And, you know, and I, I just want to applaud the BBWs because, you know, um... Is we've come a long way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, to be I can't accepted in society. to be accepted somewhere in society because you know, being a plus size woman, I I can't really speak. I can because I am plus size, but I'm more on a smaller spectrum. Right. But I've seen the struggles, even just in high fashion. They don't want you if you're not a size mm -hmm. six. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like a, a thread in a thin line of where where do I belong? But I think it was dope how you said like it's not about the goal and where you're trying to get <clears throat> if you're trying to get some of that weight off it's about yeah. loving yourself and the whole process the whole and process. where you're at no matter if you did let yourself fall off for mm -hmm. a couple of months or a year went through a bad relationship whatever it may whatever. be to get you where you're at or maybe mm -hmm. you just inherently have, have big bones yeah you know maybe and that's just true. running your, your family mm -hmm. and there's nothing you can do about that so the main point i, I believe that toddy said that's, that stuck out to me was love yourself not just mm -hmm. then but love yourself now all right. Yeah. Even while you're going to get them curvy pictures and going over to Zara sixty first and go get you some nice boutique exactly. clothes. Exactly. All right. Love yourself, That's queen. Talk. Yo. Yo. Shit. shit. Hmm. See, I was trying to see who was gonna did, say shit. Yeah. Who was gonna say yo? Who was gonna say talk? You know what I'm saying? Talk. Yo. Shit. See. Got, <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We going into the okay, main topic, so y'all. Going into the main topic. It's about. Here you go, this retarded ass horn again. <laughs> Damn retarded ass horn, you keep doing that's in talk your shit. <laughs> Leave it over there. Leave it over there. And we're gonna sit you over on the right <sighs> side. All right. Well, you got All my fun has to be taken away. Oh my god. Sorry, you had to you was in um it's okay, I ain't gonna tell the people you was in class all day with one teacher in high school. Whatever. <laughs> If I was in class with one teacher all day, then that means you caught the short bus home. Well, that's you and KT. You know, y'all keep that same bus. But <laughs> it's about that time. It's about that time. It's about that time. It's about that time. It's about that. It's about that. It's about that time. Okay, so it's about that time. You know, I got to put my city girl voice on for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because it's about that time to talk about, about what? 
dreams deferred. Like it's about that. It's about that. It's about that. My bad. I'm still in it. My I bad. see Sorry. he's still in it. Like my I'm bad. like in it. Too. I'm in my city, girl. My whole life. So yes, it's about that time. <laughs> All right, we about to get into this, the main topic of the episode, episode 13, Dream Deferred. Mm. Mm, mm, I mm, have a dream. Mm. But it has to wait. Okay. It's not going to happen tomorrow or the other day. <laughs> so you better be ready to wait. Okay. My bad, that's freestyling. Yes, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I was just waiting for... What was the butterfly sting float like, like a bee? Float like a butterfly sting like a bee. <laughs> I was doing a little Martin Luther the King. I was trying to stay in the times. <laughs> <laughs> so we talking about dream defer here. And basically we're talking about people giving up on their dreams. Yeah. Because it's not happening in the time that they feel it should. Now that's big in itself now. Yeah. Or because of life circumstances may have deferred it. But we're going to get into that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. So dream deferred. Why why people giving up on their dreams so fast? Why are they letting it go? Why are they giving it to the side? Why are they just throwing it away? I don't think they ever throw it away. It's that thing that you wake up every morning and you see it. It's instilled in your dreams. It's instilled in your daydreams. It's instilled in your thoughts. I don't think it ever really goes away. I just think it's always put away until you're ready for it. But if you're not doing nothing towards it, well, it, some people don't don't feed it. It's kind know? of a deferred thing right there when you're not doing nothing with it, right? I and, agree. and I know you were talking about in previous episodes that if, if it didn't come around, it'll come back, right? We talked about that before, and I, I think I mentioned that that them cycles come in like ten years, like you know mm-hmm. you can miss up on the mm-hmm. opportunity and they come back around, not not putting a time length on it, like I'm the universal god and all that, but just the fact that you don't know when that opportunity is going to come back around. So the fact that you, even if it's instilled in you you dream it you think it you wake up and this thing is on your mind but you're mm-hmm. not doing nothing with it mm-hmm. that's not you kind of put it on its own deferment you you yeah. put it on the shelf yeah I, yeah I, I i hear what you're saying um but part of me feels like deferment it, it can't be categorized as one way of deferment like you know what i'm saying like sometimes other people even though y'all understand what i'm trying to say even though you are in control of your life you are in control of your where your path and life is going it's all up to you right we hear that all the time but sometimes we have a tendency of putting other people first and sometimes putting other people first naturally defers what we have set Yo. up so it's not like we say you know it's in me i should do it i'm responsible for it that's all partly that's all partly true in my mind but when it comes to putting yourself first for your family for your kids for your wife for your husband it's like when you blink your eyes it's like damn five years on went by and i i didn't even realize i was putting everybody else first you know what i'm saying and we could definitely get into that but it's it's people who give up on the dream basically what we're talking about Mm -hmm. today so the only reason why it's deferred because of the lack of action the lack of sacrifice the lack of initiative a lack of focus Okay, so yeah, I so, thought we were. I thought it was more. No, you can. You know, I mean, broad. but even when you look at that, like yeah, we because we talked about it briefly last episode about how some spouses want you with the nice, comfortable job off on the weekends type mm-hmm, things like that. Mm-hmm. We we get that. That's a part of it. But we're trying to have people take responsibility for their own dreams, and a lot of the times they give up on the dream, or they, the dream doesn't happen because they gave up on it, right? And and in that instance, what I'm talking about is we know that the most potential in this world is where. In the grave, mm-hmm. because people don't exercise that potential, they don't maximize it 
Um, they don't exercise it. They don't develop it. They don't go through the process of it because they want it right now. So many people give up on it. But I, I, I like what you're saying. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll um, digress to be able to touch that real quick, and mm-hmm. then we'll come back to this. Um, where we have where people give up. So what you're talking about. So we'll touch that first. Yeah. I, so so um, the circumstances halt the dream. Have kids. Yeah. Um. I think that's a, a circumstance a that happens sick. a lot. Yeah. A parent gets sick mm-hmm. and they have to take care of that, that yeah. parent. Like these these are circumstantial things that happen, and everything is case by case, as we always say. But even in that, although it's paused, it's delayed, mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's denied. No, it shouldn't be denied. It's all in good timing, as I say. Um. You know. You know how like I started traveling in my forties, which. I believe it's too late. I don't care what nobody say. But um, the only reason why is because I wanted to see so much more. But the reason why I said I started traveling in my 40s, I'm happy because my my appreciation Mm -hmm. for travel. I'm not saying somebody been traveling since they've been kids don't appreciate it. But my appreciation is so much more. Yeah, it's so much bigger. And, you know, when I look at um, a lot of the times how sometimes dreams are deferred, it's mostly life circumstances that kind of cause that to happen. And sometimes it is what you said. No, I like, get what you're saying. Yeah, like, but, you know, but the person who persevered to see it through, they will say, I had those same stumbling blocks. I right. had those same instances. Uh, but everybody think, not created equal, though. No, no, no. But we, but we're, what we're trying to do is kind of not have people blame others. But you know what I'm saying? Because we have mm-hmm. a tendency to do that as people. This ain't happened because of this. Or even, even not you, because mm-hmm. you're no, a wonderful no, 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 mother. No, 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 I wasn't going to say no, that. You're a wonderful was... mother, but you mm-hmm. have mothers who will tell their children, I couldn't do this because I got pregnant with you. Mm-hmm. And so now yeah. I had to put my dreams off to tend to you. Mm-hmm. Nobody and, and ever that, said you had to put your yeah, dreams off. That was, was that was a lot of the questions I had. Like, like one of the questions I had was, um, what emotion do you think is connected with deferring dreams? Like, would it would it be considered procrastination? Would it be considered fear? Would it you know what I'm saying? Like what actually takes place in a person that's deferring their dream? It's like a, what it's emotion is connected to that? You can't say one thing because there's a lot because some people feel like they have the dream, they have the passion for it, but to them they feel like they don't have the resources. Right. right? And mm-hmm. so um because they don't have the resources, they don't act on it or they don't have the right people around them, so they delay on on following through on it instead of and then you'll have somebody on me who who will play the devil's advocate and be like why don't you work with what you have Mm -hmm. like it's like filmmakers creatives like oh i can't film until we get this five thousand dollar camera or this camera 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 but you're paying a thousand dollar for an iphone so that films 4k exactly people filming short films on 4k that's just for an example but you're letting that excuse stop you from from pursuing that thing so what you talking about can they film on a j7 Samsung, no, okay. Go oh, ahead. no, no, you, no. Um, those Samsung got dope cameras. Yeah, but mine, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm finna get it up. Hold on, you said seven. We on about nine or ten. Shut up. <laughs> see, see what Negroes do to you. They defer. You shouldn't have said the, the I number. I should have deferred the payment on the iPhone. That's what I should have did. You should. You you refuse to come over the iPhone. Bro. Oh we yes, ain't gonna even I'm go a there. Samsunger. She is Samsunger. I am Android. Android all day. <laughs> and can't get nothing. But that's that's real though. Like with yeah. the circumstances. Um. But even in that instance, so you have a child and you want to be committed to being a parent. I think right. I talked about that with mm-hmm. music. I let go certain opportunities because I wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. But I never said that I was 
putting it on the shelf. Right. But Don't we got a lot that. of people put it on the put shelf. Put it on the shelf. Never visit it. Never go back to it. Just let it go completely. And I and those people sometimes it tarnishes their spirit. Like it doesn't. I was just about to go there it, with something. It about doesn't that. even. Their spirit doesn't even live yeah, like it would because, anymore. It feels dead inside. They so feel dead inside. W- that's like saying, Mister Vulture. I know you're supposed mm-hmm. to eat dead carcasses and all this stuff around here, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna um, domesticate you and we're gonna feed you live animals and we're gonna do and mm-hmm. you take their way of living away. Mm-hmm. They're gonna die before their time, right? Yeah. So it's the same yeah. thing with a person. We're created for to something create, specific. Yeah. We have a specific purpose, purpose. assignment, yep, life all purpose, of that. Yeah. We have that, and if you put that on the shelf, what it creates? I, I could talk about the emotion that it creates because mm-hmm. in, in this instance, right? Mm-hmm. In this instance. That creates an emotion of resentment to yourself, and then it becomes like a little insecurity towards others. So then that whole thing, what we talked about last week, the fear to cheer, that begins to seep Mm -hmm, in there. mm -hmm. Because now, instead of you being able to cheer on somebody you see doing what you want to do, you resent them. You hate them. You have some type of, because they're doing what you know you could be doing, and you may feel, Mm -hmm. I could do it better than that. I got way better ideas than that. They just got the platform. They just got the support. They just got the resources. Mm -hmm. And they put all of these hurdles in their own path. We put our own hurdles on on the track. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a straight path. Just follow it. Work with what you got, and trust the universe is going to add to it when it's time. But people don't want to go through the process. You, you, like you disagree with it? I don't disagree. Talk I to don't me. disagree. I, I I I've been in that moment um, of deferring. I've been in a mm-hmm. deferring moment. Where, I'm still, where specifically? Um, I would say in my acting career, I didn't know I wanted to be an actress until I was in my late what early thirties. You know what I'm saying? I was always mm-hmm. a character. I was always a funny human being. I was always that girl who had this, these different personalities. Yeah. So I I knew it was in me. Yeah. Right. But, and even music was in me. I knew, but when I knew when I got that, that moment where God just instilled that vision in my dreams and was like, listen, this is your life. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen in my twenties. It didn't happen in my thirties. It happened in my mid thirties. So you saying the revelation of the dream didn't come. To, re- to to understand it until later? The revelation of my purpose. Didn't right, right. Come the same until, thing. Yeah, it yeah. didn't come into flourishing until, until later. I was Until later. Which is cool. So I was doing things not knowing I was building my future around some of the things that I had been doing. It just hadn't become so, bam, this is your life purpose until that moment. You get what I'm saying? So it's like you've seen so yourself like at you a just, party and you can host a party event. And you're like, I can do this. Like, dang, I can yeah, keep the like attention. Anything, yeah. I can keep engagement. Like, it's mm-hmm. just those little, little, little nuggets Little things like that. Like, that. Like, like, say, for instance, my friend come to me and say, girl, the host for the baby shower ain't come. Can you just get up there and say a few words? And I get up there and I'm good at this you're shit. You're killing it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh. Okay, Improv. you know, and then it's like, but nah, that ain't what I do. And then God instills something in you and say, yes, you can. This is what your life purpose is. And then that happens. And it's like, oh, snap. So all these years you can't. So then what happens is people start thinking about all these years I wasted. No, you didn't. You was you building yourself. You were being developed into mm-hmm. your life's purpose. Right. So it doesn't look the same to me in that sense, because I know when my when my vision was instilled in me, it was late. And but I had been performing and doing weddings and you know doing this and doing that that mm-hmm. had brought up moments of you were building yourself all along sis all you have to do is just imply uh, you know put those things into your craft and then develop and just keep developing right. but when i knew my life's purpose it was not immediately it's not something that but I that knew. wasn't i don't think that's a, a delay or a, a deferment of a dream i think that's your your journey and i think 
like you just said, when you're able to assess what happened in retrospect, mm-hmm. you're able to say, dang, if, if, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't know I could do this now. Like, well, you going yeah, on the stage. I get that. Mm-hmm. Take, for instance, the host. Girl, the host, I need you to step in. We've seen this. I could mm-hmm. point case on stage. Mm-hmm. Tadra, everybody else ain't ready. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you go out there for five minutes? And people don't understand, on the theater stage, five minutes feel like forever. Ever. Yes. Like it's forever. I've had to done it my the uh for 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 theater players as well. But I've been there in person with Tati. And she had to go out there and do it. And she just had everybody out there rolling. But people look at her and be like, oh, I could do that. Oh, that's easy. And it's kind of like, no, she's kind of gifted for that. Like her thoughts come to her like that. She can improv, she can read the energy of the plate. Like everybody can't do that. But like you said though, it was years of of development being thrown and not in the actual yeah, field yeah so yeah. That's, that's that's a journey i don't think yeah. but it's some people who know their dream ahead of time but they just don't want to do nothing for it or they know uh uh overall thing of what they want to do say entertainment but they don't know what part of entertainment some people feel yeah. they want to be in front of the camera yeah, yeah. then find out they want to come behind the camera yeah so you have all of these and things and yeah. that, that to me that's and that part to of me it. looks like a journey as well yep. like it it looks so so I almost identical right. to, um, you know, now if you lack a days ago, if you just feel like I'm just, you just got a lazy street, I'm just not going, or you just, some people are just lost because I think once you've given and I could see when, when God give it to you, sometimes he'll show you your dream, show you your future and say in pieces, but then he don't show you how you're supposed to get there. No, you, you know just gotta follow, you the gotta trail. follow the trend then use your spirit of discernment and say, okay, I'm gonna move left instead of right or whatever. And confirmation is all around you. confirmation is all, all around, around you. You, you just, just got to look attention. and pay attention. Exactly. So, um, you know, when I started talking about how families um, or sometimes the people you love, like the spouses and, you know, the things that go along with that. The reason why I mentioned that is because a lot of times we we live in a life where we if we're in a companionship or a marriage, mm-hmm. we accommodate our spouses a lot because yeah. we love them and we want to be there and all of that. But sometimes in doing that, we try to, you know, flourish and, and I mean, we try to nourish their dreams and their accomplishments. But then that brings the emptiness inside of you. I, I, I kind of feel like is um, that part of emptiness necessary for you to get that fire under you of understand? Uh, just hear me out for a minute. Like, because, you know, how you say some people make excuses. Those things are excuses. Those things you could have just done it all along. But I kind of feel like sometimes people move with that fire when after they've done so much for so many other people they start to see themselves as a reflection of well if i could do that for everybody else how is it so hard for me to do this for me so now so if, and if then I, that's if when I was the to put you on the therapist here, if i was to put you on the red table <laughs> oh with jada and, if i was to put you on the red table what i was saying to you is uh Maybe your lack of understanding of who you was and the power that you had back then came from an insecurity that you had in yourself. And what, like, what do you Just mean? Just not believing. You wasn't secure in that gift. You wasn't secure in and that able gift. to. Right. Right. But it's that because thing that you're now, get, that, that you're gift. confident in now. So you're confident right. in now, but then it, it's not that it disappeared. The gift has yeah. always been there. It's right. always, always there. You've seen glimpses of it. You have people come around you. Girl, you need to be on somebody's TV. Girl, you need to be in somebody's mm-hmm. comedy show. Whatever it may be, they've told you. You've heard these little hints, these little nuggets being thrown at you. But it was your insecurity in yourself. And this is not, I'm not saying it is. I'm just giving right, a picture. Right. And your obligation and loyalty to what you was building personally. Mm-hmm. Right? Because our gift 
our, our purpose is not for us. It's for to be a blessing. It's to right, bless the right. masses. That's why Dave Chappelle is a great comedian. It's not to make himself laugh. It's to make everybody else laugh. Right. So your deferment in your particular case, I could say it could probably happen because now your loyalty was, I'm trying to raise my family. I want this man to know that I really do support him because it could have been conversations where he never had a person support him. So he was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to put extra emphasis on that to do this with this person. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's something with you too, fighting on the inside as well. Well, the thing is, I want to know, is insecure the right word? Yeah, it's, it's insecure is not a bad thing. It's, 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 it's not, but I'm trying to, but because it has such a negative association, I need right, to understand what that looks like right. on a positive <laughs> spectrum. Because okay. when, I, when I'm instilling in someone, it's always positive. It's right, right. always, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then to, if a family is together and they're not growing, then something is wrong. So, right? so what I meant by insecure was not confident. Mm-hmm. And so what makes a woman insecure in her relationship? He's not making her confident in the relationship. What makes a person insecure uh, professional sports? They, they, they're, they're not confident that the team believes in them, going to sign them long term. So it's a lot of mm-hmm. insecurity. So they mm-hmm. start to react in different ways, whether it's a holdout, right. trade me. I don't want to be here no more. Mm-hmm. But it's it a lot of other me. issues. And you hear years later. I said it myself. Mm-hmm. I've made decisions out of out of rash emotions with the college. Mm-hmm. Right. But you go back in retrospect and able and to say, look hey, at it. Mm-hmm. You was a little insecure at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people like And, and, and that's why I wanted to ask about it because, you know, there's so many people probably listening right now that's saying to themselves, dang, you know, um, I really felt like I was doing something wonderful and great and I felt confident in that mm-hmm. support system. I felt a, like a confident support system for that person. Right. But when it came to my dreams, I didn't even think about them because I was so busy birthing everything into their dreams you're, and into my children's dreams and into everyone else's <laughs> dreams that my dream came last. But even in that and, though, you know, most people would think of that as a gift. That is a gift and it, it's a gift, <laughs> but you know what? It's not a gift that always gives back though because once you give so much to so many people uh-huh. when it's your turn to receive you don't always reap that benefit so right. sometimes we get caught up in building and nourishing into other people and then they look at us and they're like well you good at building in other people why you can't build yourself up it's different you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it feels different it looks different it's a totally different beast and that's why you get you motivators and, and leaders and pastors and mm-hmm. these are the most depressed people because yes. they have nobody to depressed come back and pour into oppressed. them Exactly. And that's what cha- that that puts them them shackles on yep. them that they can't take off because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, damn, you stuck in this rut. Yeah. But on a grand scheme of thing, we know to do without expectation. Right. And that's the hardest thing for that's us to realize. And, and that's what causes the feeling of failure, because you are doing for to look for um, accolades. Yeah, you're you look for something back. And when but but that is also what hurts the most. It hurts mm-hmm. when you give so willingly. Yeah. And you and even though you don't expect them to give it back when that moment comes, if it happens and you need some something to be given back, you kind of do expect that. And that's the part of failure that people don't understand. Like if you, you can't expect to. somebody to love and appreciate a project that you're doing like you would. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So, you know, and even so in I the agree. case of uh, like a uh, real life story, like Malcolm X, like the whole thing, like think of his his evolution, like when he became 
the face of the nation of Islam and all mm-hmm. that. And then he started it's going through all the turmoil, right? Mm-hmm. And then the people who you think would have your back are the people, same people who exile you. They mm-hmm. excommunicate you. Mm-hmm. And now you're bigging up these people your whole yep. time. And now and they turn just, against you. They throw you out the, there. For the mighty dollar or for power right. or but, the but position. He, but he never allowed that to... Stop his mission. Thank you. Yeah. and and But the thing is, people people defer the mission. Instead of stop it, and sometimes they stop. It. What, what I got a problem with is when you stop it completely. Now, right. sometimes deferring happens, which we definitely which we you, which we understand. But when you stop it completely, you have to understand. And a lot of people stop it for for reasons that are just like what? Some people create their own reason to stop. Yeah, it's because like they're not, oh, well, she got a boutique, she got a boutique, she got right. a boutique. Why I need to get a boutique? Right, because uh, you different, right. and you supposed to have a boutique. We said that and talk your shit. Like it doesn't yes. matter if we talk about it all doesn't these matter places, like, how many places you. Is you. Exactly. Right. So, and I think that is a part of it as well. You see so many people doing it, and a lot of people want to be original. A lot of people don't want to be like nobody else. A lot of people want, I, she got a boutique, and she going to think I'm biting her. Listen, there's the biggest thing that I can say to myself. I say this I say this to myself every day. And, you know, I, I've actually said I was going to say this to myself. I started doing this maybe about two months ago. What other people think of you is nobody else's business. It's not my business. Right. And when when you start seeing what other people are doing and you get um, your self-esteem becomes eroded because of what you see, what somebody else got, you will never be able to grow. Right. Because in being in that business, you start to see your niches. If you stop and look, you're like, okay, well, I've done this and I've seen how that boutique did and I've seen it. Okay, well, I don't like it like that. I'm going to try this and see how this works. And then that's how you start to create um, your own niche you right. start saying okay well this is how i'm gonna patent myself then because this is what's gonna set me apart from everyone else and this is how we can all coexist in this world of boutiques you right. get what i'm but saying even with that you as a creative <clears throat> mm-hmm. which i call myself in, in many facets whether mm-hmm. it be artistically musically yes, right yes. and whatever it is one thing you have to realize as a creative, <clears throat> as an entrepreneur who's starting something, there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. Nothing. Even in fashion, when they think there's they done built a new sleeve, new baby, that's a sleeve from the 1800s. What you get out of the best creatives is they're able to go back and to almost revolutionize what was. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just evolving it, and taking it up another. It. Yeah, you're taking mm-hmm. it up a step. So it's no, no, nothing taking new. Taking it to a different level. Right. Like the um the drive-by events your, 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 mm-hmm. uh, your girl got. Like, I'm sure... It's happened in some form of fashion around listen, the world somewhere. Listen, there was a drive-by funeral parlor on 54th and, and 27th years that. ago. And it was, a, it, it was some years ago, probably over 10 plus years ago, they had a drive-by funeral home. And you can view the body in the drive-up. I forget why they did it that way, but you would have a blocked-off time. You could tell your family to come to view this body. So sometimes it looks, sound like it's original. Now, that's but original. That's, I, ain't I ain't never, never heard of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking like, what I ain't the never fuck seen that shit again after that. What? Like, yes, but like, with the circumstances, you know. they kind of pushed us into these revolutionized mm-hmm. uh, ways of doing things. And um, Can you imagine if they brought back a drive through funeral home now? It's probably COVID? where it's going. It's you know, because everything because is invite Zoom nobody and all in. of that. I you, just lost my... Uh, I'm sorry, your train of thought. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm, th- oh. I'm trying to think of the front ones. Uncle, grandfather, um... Gosh, yeah, these are frontals. All that's been going on during COVID. I've lost these people. Like I just buried grandpa. Oh, 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 you talking? Okay, but so when you see, no, I'm going back to your point of the Mm drive-by frontal home because mm -hmm. when you go to these frontals, they have a spaced out. Mm -hmm. Only so many people can come, Mm -hmm. and so you have almost hundreds of people. I want to come. 
I want to mm-hmm, be there. Mm-hmm. They meant this, this to mm-hmm. me, and it's kind of like, dang. Yeah. As a family, we get that, yeah. but as a family, you let us have this because this mm-hmm. all we can yeah. do. So to go yeah. back to your point with the drive-by thing, I think that's something that's definitely that's going to happen. Definitely could happen. It definitely. And you know what it is? They have them behind the, a window, so you don't touch them. You don't whatever. Who's and, touching the body? No, but you know, in viewing, some people like to touch the body, no, touch the hands. Mm-mm. I know it's creepy for mm-mm, me too, mm-mm. but some people do that. They even kiss <laughs> the bodies. Yeah, I've seen like, people I, kiss I, them. Like I I've can't. It's them. cold and I just can't. I can't. I hate it when people take pictures of dead bodies. Like that That's bothers so me. So disrespectful to me. Um, yeah. but I've seen they have a window up and you just drive by. Like you the can, carriage. Like if you're on a horse and carriage, how they have a. Uh, yeah, something like that. But it's actually actually like a sliding door situation, but it's up. like screened in. It's a. It was a whole situation, but it would work now you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying because you could say i'm gonna view this body with my immediate family at this time and then everyone else can drive by from two to three right you know and what i'm saying oh, whatever. so we just gave y'all a little something out a there little if, you're, if you're running the front of home <laughs> or you probably want to get into business because yeah. somebody's always dying create a drive up drive through we may need to do that yeah i ain't right. gonna oh, no, be there with <laughs> When them bodies move or fart, I'm out there, bitch. I'm like, wait, oh, wait, hold up. Hey, Did you hear that? that and you know my eyes are already uh-uh. big. Like, fuck that. I'm like, what? What the fuck? I hold seen on. something. Why, why does why he the have ringing? a... Why does he have Wait. a hard dick sitting right there through the thing? I don't understand it. I don't like no, it. No, why did he just sit his ass up and say, huh, nigga, lay down. Stop playing now. Go with the bullshit. It's just us. I'm closing up early. All right, y'all. I see y'all later. <laughs> click, 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 click. Closing up the doors. Well, okay, so all all jokes aside, right? So I have a question. Uh huh. Go ahead. Okay, and I'm gonna do my best to explain without uh, taking me around the world. Oh, shut up. Go ahead. Okay, so does deferring your dreams impact your children? Like when they grow up and they don't see you fulfilling your life's passion or your life's mission, do you think that not following your passion would motivate your children to do more, or do you think that's something that they might be less motivated to do? And when you finally do decide in your older years or when you think your children are old enough and ready and you decide to go ahead and live that dream that you've been deferring for so long, do you think the children build some type of resentment for it? Okay, because so now they don't have you at their disposal anymore okay, or your so, spouse. So you ask two questions. Let me try to answer yeah, both it's of a two them. Part okay, question. So the one question, try to remember this. Okay. Do the children, are the, are the kids, Impact. will they resent you or uh, for you not pursuing your dream that's the first one right or no pursuing or not pursuing oh like, for not pursuing it yeah, that's it that's not, it that's not pursuing. okay perfect how can they how can they how can they know your purpose unless you communicate it to them you know what i'm saying so it's mm-hmm. kind of one of those things y'all in ca- uh casual conversation as they're teenagers and you you haven't Deeper conversations. Mm-hmm. Well, baby, you know, I, you know, I was, I was in school for filming and theater and this, this, this. They didn't know it until you told them. Mm-hmm. So I believe that they have no space to get or hate you or resent or hate you if you never communicated this was your passion and you're only doing this job just to take care of the family. Mm-hmm. That's where them, them overexposed conversations you have to be careful with mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, I'm not doing this in my life because I sacrificed all that. It, at a point in time, it's going to come. But right. it's the way of how it's presented. Are right. you making them feel victimized for you not pursuing that dream because mm-hmm. they're here? So right. that's that, right. That's that, a different that could create right. but that, that could, could create, create a lot of tension and yes. a lot of resentment. And parents, but please stop doing that. Crap. Don't do that shit. Damn, it's, it's bad. Um, it, you know, because it makes them feel like the blame or like they were mistakes, and right. we know that we shouldn't make our children feel that way. But the reason why I say that is because you know sometimes it's an adjustment for 
somebody who was always there. We're still on the first part. We ain't on oh, the second oh, part. I ain't answered the oh, second okay. part I yet. This, we so we're still no, talking, talking about, about that. they're mad at you because you didn't do it, oh, right? So that's it. what okay, that's it. on that aspect. But got the it. ones who once you do pursue it, maybe later they're older now. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be going out a little later at night because mm-hmm. you could trust them at home by themselves. Right. Like we, we we have to navigate through these things as parents. Mm-hmm. Now in that aspect, if they see the fruit of your labor, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll hate you for not being there. It may be misunderstandings from time to time because they may want you to be at a particular event or a specific thing mm-hmm. that you can't make because uh, baby I, I, I've been contracted in this for six months I, I can't make it back mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. you're gonna have those bumps in the road that happen with that but right. it comes with the calling it comes with the purpose right. so if you're a director you know it there are portions where six months of your year may be locked up mm-hmm. and so you know I'm missing or the games. whole year depending on right. how good you how are. many projects so, you have right, right. And, and and if you're booked with six contracts a year and right. each of them is three months apart, you're going to miss a lot of shit. You're going to miss a lot of shit. So that's going to build a resentment in the children. Like, well, damn, I know they're they're doing what their life's mission is, but... How do you get creative in that? Well, I have... Listen, no, I have how. gotten very creative. No. I have had to bring my children to the show. Thank you. I help them, let them help me work events. Thank you. So they feel a part of the Thank event. You. I ask them to read lines with me. Thank you. You know, so, but some people are not so creative in no, doing it, and that. it's not about being creative. Even in the medical up, field or whatever field. The it's talk your hard. shit field. Uh, when I talk about the mm-hmm. uh, Rhonda bringing her daughter in, mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. she see the it's so, a family business, so right? Not saying that everything we do is turning out to our own business, even though what we promote over here is starting your own shit and owning your shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> point, <laughs> but, blank, point, point blank, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't give y'all the city girl version of that, but um, <laughs> period. There you go. <laughs> um, but just involving them in that process. I've done plays with you, and your daughters was right down the fr- front row, yeah, like right there. So <laughs> right they get there. to see that. So what you're doing with them is you're creating memories. My mm-hmm. my kids have gotten to see me, Daddy. Mm-hmm. How you can be on stage with all. These people. My How do you daughter. Those lines? My daughter was in the first actual play that I was in. My soul is bleeding. Remember, my daughter was the little girl during the um the middle part. When we was in the back in the dressing room, she did the middle part. Oh, she yes. was the little girl. Yeah, talking part. Yeah, like she Right. Well, you know, my little my little one did the second one when she was see? a baby. Yeah, was exactly. A baby. So mm-hmm. you know exact role. Yeah. So we they, it, it comes from exposure to now being involved in it to now getting understanding. Now, if mm-hmm. this is what you want to do, now you I can help you navigate your way exactly. through it. Yes. Some of the stuff that I've seen. Some of my children are not into what I do. Right. And that's and, cool. And that's cool. So what you can do, you like greeting people. You like ushering people. So maybe you could be an usher for this particular show. Or mm-hmm. maybe you can work backstage helping with the wardrobe. You Just know? the exposure. Just the exposure of exposure, the life right. that I live. So you understand how, why, why I'm always in a book or right. why I'm always in a script or why I have to get on stage and what that adrenaline looks like. Right. And, you know, so, um, but a lot of people, we could speak on a, ther- uh, on a um, theater standpoint, but what about... You know, everyday life, like a nurse like or a, a doctor, doctor or, yeah. you know, it's kind of hard. But yeah. like you say, get creative. Let them yeah. pop up at the no, hospital that, that one day, a, you know. A, that is a difficult one because especially with the circumstances now, you can't really be behind them closed doors unless you're an yeah. actual patient. But I get, and even it, before all of this, yeah. as a doctor, you couldn't just, t- yeah. you probably had little pockets where you could take them to your office, meet the nurses uh-huh. and the people you work with, but they can't stay there. They can't there. stay there, yeah. Right. Like my mother was in the medical field and she would take me to work all the time. When she started working in a nursing home, I would go more. That's probably where the love of elderly come from in my life. But when she was working at the hospital, she was like, you need to be a candy striper. You know, so it was like little volunteer jobs that we could do, you now, know? Yeah. Now, I like, I, I love that. Like, I love the yeah. fact that we brought this up because I had a um conversation with an actress. And mm-hmm. and, and it was kind of trying to, uh you know, 
get her to enjoy the journey and the process of what was going on and mm-hmm, not be so mm-hmm. in a rush because she expressed to me she was like um she feels she needs to hurry up and get there because she want her kids to see her accomplish something mm-hmm. and my whole point to her was aren't you the one taking care of them mm-hmm. their their biological father is not even involved in their life so all of they all mm-hmm. they've known and she, she is you is you you don't think that says a lot, that says to, them? A lot to them? You're yeah. at their games, you're at their practices, you're encouraging them, you're doing TikTok dances with them. Like mm-hmm. you're doing a whole lot that you're not giving your credit for because you want to have an accomplishment for the public site. Mm-hmm. Your kids don't give a damn about how the public sees you. When that public treats you like shit, your kids going to be right there staring back at you. Still saying they love you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's yeah. the whole point of that. So, um, Man, that, that that was I'm glad we brought that up. So let me ask you, like talking in the aspect of people who actually put the dream aside, people who put it aside, and not just mm-hmm. put it aside for any reason, but because it's taking too long to happen. You know, I say this all the time: do not put a time frame on your success. Mm. Don't let anybody else put a time frame on your success. Mm. Mm. Point blank, period. Don't. That, that, that was the ish right there. Don't let Girl? Any, don't don't do that. Listen. Don't let nobody do that to you. But and look don't how do we make people feel once they hit thirty. Look how we make people feel once it's they true. hit forty. And, and it's as it's if true. oh thirty, you old oh, now. You your old. life over now. Oh, you yeah. forty. And if you haven't that, made it by thirty five. Right. You might as well give up. Oh, and then he, and then psychologically, these people try to come up with these crazy terms. Forty is the new twenty. Shut yeah. up, nigga. Forty is forty. <laughs> 40 right. Is 40. Your body don't amazing. feel right. Ain't nothing but wrong with it. But your body be like, Ugh. unless you're taking care of them, not eating meat and specific stuff that you're eating and how you're taking care mm-hmm. of your stuff. Trust yeah. me, you can live a you great, live long, alone. wealthy life. Yep. But um. People put who up. put it aside, people who Just because it's taking it. too long. Like, I love that you said don't put an expiration date on that. No. But we're living in a microwave society. Dreams don't expire. Right. But we're living mm-hmm. in a society. Think about me and you. Think mm-hmm. about us in this room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had to watch commercials in mm-hmm. order to finish the show. Mm-hmm. Had to. There was mm-hmm. no way around it. Ain't no skip ad, none of that. Our attention span was like, okay, watch that shit. We knew the time. We, we knew was looking time. it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn, I missed it this week. I got to catch it next week. Make mm-hmm. sure I circle. Now, they got On Demand. They yep. got uh, Netflix, we Hulu. We miss it. <laughs> now you can go back you can and go look back at to it. it. You can rewind it where you want to. If you only want to see one part of it, you can go to that specific part. So now, mm-hmm. what's happened with technology has also been ingrained in us mentally. Yeah. And it makes you lazy in mm. a way. It Touch makes you more. lazy when 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 you see so many things that are making life easy because a lot of these ads are to make life easier to disguise like like you know disguise something that mm. you don't want to be seen like right. spanks and girdles back then we always had bras and draws and slips and stuff but then you got people who just go out there and they just get things that just make their life so much easier like um like the fucking thing that vacuums your floor. Oh, by itself? Yeah. Without you. First of all, that's some creepy shit. That's first of all. But second of all, <laughs> bitch, do you pick up paper? Right. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, can you clean up my daughter's whole fucking room? Right. No, you know what I'm saying? And it makes people lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, remote controls. Yeah. Those things Cars started driving coming. Themselves now. What? Yeah. Cruise control. You know, like with kids. That's what if your if it wasn't for your ass calling them in your room to bring you something out that refrigerator, they ass would get no damn exercise. I still do the shit. My mama did it to me. Her mama did it to her. And it's yeah. like it keeps you 
keep you active on mm-hmm. some level, keeps your brain active. It, it It's like it's a routine. And that's why nostalgia is such a beautiful thing for a lot of us who are older because a lot of young kids don't know what that means because they're so fast. Yeah, they, Everything they, they, is so everyone. quick. Right. Everything is right now. Right. But back then, we had time to soak it all in. Yep. We knew our mom was going to call us right now. And by, every day, I knew my mom was going to ask my ass after school to go up to Checkers and get her a Champ Burger and a Sweet Tea. It was nothing that I was going to do. Nothing was going to change that. But I knew like clockwork is about that time. So I just would even get up and just start walking to her room and she'd be like, hey, you gonna finna go to- Well, you about 60 now, so that was Riley's back Fuck then, right? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, mother. Fuck you. Fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you very, very much. Right. This motherfucker. <laughs> You know no, what? I, I See, if I would have had gray coochie hairs, I probably would have felt that in my spirit. But I don't <laughs> feel that. <laughs> I will be a amazing forty three in another month. Come on, listen. All that time. Uh, listen, I can't get off of that time. Th- don't put an expiration date on it. Listen, we got. Uh, let me name a couple of people for y'all. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh yes. Viola Davis. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Cause he's still old. To Bill, Bill Withers, <laughs> God rest his soul. God damn, I couldn't even be serious with that. Damn, that nigga Bill. started acting at eight. <laughs> he been acting for forty years. He actually became um a known person as at fifty two. Yeah, at fifty two. But Bill oh. Withers and then last Leslie Jones. Mm, yeah, black girl played in Ghostbusters. Wait, what? Leslie Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about her? She got her start late. Oh, yeah. She, she started, was in the game oh, boy, working it for years. Because almost all them people you mentioned dead. I was like, wait, hold on. Samuel still Sammy alive. Still Viola still, still alive. Oh, Leslie you said still... Viola. I ain't here, yeah. Viola. That's my, yeah. that's my that's, girl. I know. That's, all, that's yeah. my girl. But they had a late start. Mm, they did. They didn't quit. But you know, but you know what? A late start for some people. You know, Viola is needed. Broadway and stuff. You know, a lot of people start in other facets. Like that's that figuring out where you want to be stage. Mm-hmm. Because I figured out I don't mm-hmm. want to just do regular stage plays. I want to do musicals. Right. I want to do. And I just got into film a few years ago. Yep. So it's like you have to play around with different to areas see what, to, to what see you what want. it is that you right. want to do. I've done music. I've done acting. I've yeah. done. Now I'm directing and writing. Yeah. But you had to be able to be around, around that, and that environment it. and that right. exposure. Exposure. So right. you have to expose yourselves, y'all, to like the things that that God wakes you up to every morning. You have to expose yourself to that, so that way, when you're ready to fulfill your full dream and really go ham on your life's purpose, you will have all the tools that were around you this whole time. So make sure you don't defer your dreams; you defer all those thoughts that's keeping you from your dreams. And on that note, we're gonna go ahead and go to memoirs of a mom. Welcome to Memoirs of a Mama. Now, Memoirs of a Mama is a safe place for women to vent about all the things they deal with with their children. We talk about structure. We talk about everything when it comes to our kids, and we just get to get it off our chest. So today, I want to talk to y'all about structure. Don't be afraid to punish your children. Children need structure. I do agree you have to have a healthy balance of being strict and being more relaxed in your relationship with your children. But when you have your children, you have to have a certain amount of structure so that they learn in their lives how to become adults with a more structured life. Now, structure is in the eye of the beholder. 
Sometimes it works no matter what the dynamic of the household is. Sometimes it works just for that household. So don't go thinking that your house has to be run like someone else's. You run your home the way you see fit for your children, but make sure you put structure somewhere in the mix. So remember, ladies, take the time to structure your children. Punishment is not a death sentence. Trust me, no matter how bad they make you feel about it. But you have to make sure there are boundaries and that you set some type of line between you and your children. So don't be afraid to stand up to your children and punish them if need be. Welcome, 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 fellas, gentlemen, kings. What's going on? You already know what it is. This is Diary of a Dad. This is our pocket, our little area. This is our portion where we get to talk about the experiences of what it is and uh, things that we have gone through as a father. We want to share them with each other and talk about them, kind of get new solutions and effective ways of being a father. So welcome to the 13th edition. Now, as I've said plenty of times before, all of these stories and things that we talk about in Diary of a Dead are not my personal life. There are things that I may have heard in communication with other fellas or I've read in some of the father groups that I'm in. So this particular thing I want to talk about today, I read in the father's group and it was just hilarious. And it says, I just be staring at my son like, wow, you really don't listen. What the fuck? And as hilarious as it is. When I went back and looked at it a second time, I began to assess it on a different level. And I started thinking, are we really trying to communicate to our children or are we trying to dictate orders? Because a communicator finds the best way to get his point across. A dictator, they pushes their demand on a person whether they want to do it or not. And I know you may be saying, this is my son. I'm going to raise him how I see fit. I am in no way shape or form or fashion trying to tell you how to raise your child the one that you're rearing you're paying the bills for i'm not trying to do that but i believe in what we do in diary of a dad is we we have open conversations that we can find different ways and effective ways to you know better father our, our kids so i'm asking in this one or i'm saying rather the best communicator is a great listener and what i mean by that is listening is observing are you paying attention to the best ways that your child communicates is it verbally? Is it hands-on? Is it visually? Are you paying attention to this? Because are you trying to get your point across or are you just trying to push off your demands? Because if you're trying to be an effective communicator, once you find out their communicative language, if I could say it like that, I believe what you're saying to them will get crossed in a better way and you will be less frustrated. So think about it. Whew. Mm, that was a lot. That was a lot. It, it was, was necessary. Good. I enjoyed yes, it was that. Good. That was very um, therapeutic. It I was. hope it was for you guys. Yeah, we well, really it was enjoyed actually, doing it, was it for, for you. us too. Yeah, you know, we you gotta remember we're dream chasers as well. We're chasing our dream, so we go through them same emotions and feelings that you're going through at home. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's about that time for CTA. It's about that time for brain food. Nigga, mind food. Mind food. <laughs> You want to get somebody some brain good, huh? I have, and I'm just Hold saying, you, you, it's wait. not recently. Okay, I'm, listen, help me out here. <clears throat> <laughs> but they gave me the food. 
I gave the brand. <laughs> all right, this is our portion of the show, y'all, where we give y'all a little Woo! bit of mind food. food. All right. I this- mean, you need your brain. But whatever. Tell them what mind food about. So mind food is where we don't want to just leave you hanging, give you all of this goodness in this episode, and don't leave you with any solutions in your life. No, we don't. So we want to just leave you with a little nugget of advice or just the way we think. Understanding, a little direction. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, we're trying whatever to help you out. Is, yeah. So we leave you with a little bit of mind food so that it keeps you thinking once this episode is over. All right, so you're going to go first or you want me to go? I got you. Yeah, that's cool. All right. All right, so in this mind food today, I want to say a couple of things. <clears throat> Delay doesn't mean denial and rejection just means redirection. Mm. So how bad do you want it? Is this dream a vision that you can't live without? If so, are you willing to look stupid in order to see it come through? Are you willing to be talked about until it happens? What are you willing to sacrifice to make it happen? All questions you have to ask yourself. And until you're certain on all the above, you have to question the vision. And is it something you really want to do? All right. Well, I wanted to go ahead and say this to you all because, you know, this topic is actually very near and dear to me. Mm -hmm. All of them are to both of us. Like we both can relate on every level for what we talk about. And that's why we like to talk about it. So I want to let you guys know that, um, I want you to remember, I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember saying this before. Please do not let someone else rush your breakthrough. Mm. Your success does not have a time frame on it, but you have to be ready to step into your destiny. So have different things that you're around to help build build on what you're learning, what you plan on doing in your future. Y'all don't just sit there like dead weight and don't take any of this in. Never let that dream die because it is your reality. Think about it. If you wake up every morning with this thing on your mind, that means God is in your ear telling you it's go time. Go get your blessing, even if it's 20 years later. So I just want y'all to continue to fight for what it is that's yours. Ooh, I was going to crack a joke you did say later. <laughs> I know you I didn't was. want to mess up your seriousness. Thank you. You was, you was going in there. Thank I was like, you. She said, I was going in, but I was like, later. That was, that, that was the hood. That was the hood. That now, later. <laughs> now, later. They don't even say now and later. No, it's now. I'm later. happy you did because I seen your face tooted. <laughs> yeah. I said, he's going to get my ass. We thank y'all for joining us this episode. Listen, <laughs> spread the word. Please spread the word. We want to see everybody fulfilling their dream. Yes. We want to see everybody maximizing their potential. Yes. But we need y'all to go do a couple of things for us at this moment. I want you guys to go to Instagram and Facebook at No Titles Facebook. Necessary. Oh, yeah. You've been getting me on my slow talk all day. Yes, I'm on your ass right now. I want you guys to go to Facebook and Instagram at No Titles Necessary. And follow us on Twitter at No Titles Podcast and the email. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or you just want to big us up like Toddy always say, or, you know, you want to have a question for the next episode, email us at no titles necessary podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, we thank you all for joining us. Toodles. Peace. Yo, woke up feeling good, feeling better. 
Thank God for this weather What you wanna do today or whatever, whatever I be talking to myself cause I know I get her Yo, she dope and I love her You would too if you met her You be stupid to let her Slip out of your vision She be on the next flight for you see that she missing And I know you don't get it I just need you to listen Yo, never let a nigga mess with your intuition, man